Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. It's a Dapper Devil production, see? All right, hello everyone, and welcome back to a very special episode of Glee. Aggressive! Aggressive! My name is Karina Stokes. My name is Ian Brodsky, and holy cow, ladies, gents, ladies, and gems, it is none other than our returning champion, our our, our queen of Christmas, Chenoweth, Jenna Kate Karnmanasoff, everybody. Welcome Yay. back to the show. It is the honor of my lifetime to be a part of this podcast. <laughs> I realized today yes. that we had you, obviously, you were here for Kristen Chenoweth, but then you were like, right. I'm going to do Christmas, and now you're like, here I am for Thanksgiving. You are just running the holiday gambit of okay. Glee. I love a holiday. Yes. Yes. And so, like, when we were approaching this season I knew that Jenna Kate had to be on this episode very specifically because, as you know, listeners, by, li- by if you can read, um, some people can't, and that's fine. We, we won't name names. Um, <laughs> but assuming you can, then you know that we are talking today about season four, episode eight, Thanksgiving, which if you are already familiar with the show, you know what this it's means. It's that episode. With that song. Mm-hmm. And I remember, and this was later than I thought it was, but I knew Jenna had to be on this episode because one day we were just hanging out, I guess, in Boughton, um, in mm-hmm. the, like the dorms, and Jenna was just like, you have to watch this thing that Glee did. <laughs> and she sat me down, and she showed me that number, and I, I, I remember it, but I don't, because I think after a good three minutes of that happening, I just kind of went... What? <laughs> it sounds like a hostage situation. I mean, yeah. I feel like that was a lot of college was us being like, you have to watch this video. <laughs> like, I don't care if you want to. Oh, yeah. Glee or the not. Worst, like, right. we were just like, pass yeah. it around. The worst part is I wasn't even watching Glee at the time. No. No. Like, I, when right. I watched this episode, I, I had no, I, I only remembered that one number. And I was like, I have... I clearly have not watched any of season four. I think I only watched seasons one, two, and three. But it, this one took the internet by storm, and of course I heard about it because uh, yeah. I'm in the weeds of the theater internet, as to say. Uh, and it changed my life for the worst. So, <laughs> um, Yes, and as our final note, this episode originally aired November 29th of 2012, uh, a week mm-hmm. after Thanksgiving. Perfect. Okay. Timely. <laughs> they said last week we did an episode on superheroes during the actual holiday, but now is Ohio celebrates Thanksgiving a week late, as we all know. Uh, you know, the, the decades get to them a little bit later. The holidays get to them a little bit later. Yeah. It just happens. This episode of Glee. Yes. We do not have a Glee clap, Glee clap, or a Glee cap this week. Neither a Glee clap nor a Glee. Fuck me. Um. Glee cap. Um, you know what this episode does start with? It starts with a special little treat for Ian. It starts with a little Ian treat. Yes, this start this 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 episode started off only for me, <laughs> with just Quinn on the stage singing 
Looking gorgeous. Oh, yes. Beautiful. Yes. Um, what? What? Oh, it's. It, then I realized what the song was, and I was like, oh, that song? It's okay. a mashup. Um, mm-hmm. it's, is it? It's yes. Homeward Bound and then Home. Yeah. Philip Phillips is home, yes. right? right? Is that his name? It is yeah. exactly Philip Phillips. Uh, he won American Idol. I didn't know this about him. Yes. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. I knew they did a mashup with Home, but I really thought in my brain that it was um, the other Home. Um, From The Wiz? No. Uh, the other oh. Home. <laughs> we already did that one. Um, I know. I was like, that was and you're, that was and you're here for it. <laughs> yeah. It's the Edward one. Sharp and the Magnetic Zero's Home. I wish it was that. And I that. think they might do that later. Like, oh, I'm sure they I buy that. I think that comes up. But then... That has Glee number yeah. written all over but it. But then, yeah. And then it's, like, it's also Homeward Bound, which is by Simon and Garfunkel? Yes. I think so. Oh. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, but yeah, so it starts off with Quinn on the McKinley stage, the April Rhodes Auditorium. Yep. Yes. Um, <laughs> enter Puck, enter Mike Chang, enter Santana, enter Mercedes. It's this whole big fun reunion um it's very sweet it's i i think it's exactly what you want out of a reunion number i just think it would have been more effective if we hadn't already been seeing mike and mercedes a and santana times, yeah. because yeah mm-hmm. i think it would have hit just that more much more sweetly Do you know yeah. what this has this has big girl who peaked in high school energy yes oh my god where it's yes. like this whole episode does it's like what yes. if we should we go back <laughs> what, to the school <laughs> what and if sing we went a on number? stage wouldn't it be funny if we just Let's just go to the auditorium and sing a number. Just like the old days, right? And it's been like three months. Right. So I sat there and I calculated it. And I was like, they've really only been gone from school for like a couple months. And it's like, they came back and they're like, everything still looks the same. It even smells the same. And it's like, yeah, you've only been gone for like 20 minutes. I was like, I've never wanted to go back to my school. I guess. I was like, I don't know. Some could say I peaked in my high school theater program or my college theater program. But like. This was not me. I was like, this, I never Yeah, no. But if you went back to New Paltz right now, would you be like, I have to go sing on Parker's stage? They'd be like, no one would know who I was because everybody's different. All the professors we had are right. gone. They'd, They'd be like, be like you yeah. need to leave. It is so far removed. They'd be like, security, please. Desperately pointing to the pictures on the wall, being like, it's me. <laughs> it's me. I'm still on the wall. <laughs> oh, man. True. And... Yeah. Um, oh my god. Yeah, it's, it's also like it's it's Thanksgiving. Like it's really only been like, it's and they're all like, minute. we all kept our promise to come home, and I'm like, that's a very common thing people do in their first semester right. of college. Yeah, absolutely. And again, like I, I I know you haven't seen much of season four, Jenna, but like Finn is already back, like teaching the Glee Club. Yeah, and he has already brought Mike Chang and Mercedes and Santana back to make Glee. Grease happen. Yeah. Oh, I did. I did listen to your Glee episode, so I'm a little. I did Thank listen to that one. Even of course. even Puck was back once when he flew in for an afternoon right. to like knock some sense into his, his half brother. Oh, right, because his brother's in the Glee club yeah. now. His his yeah. brother who he didn't know about. Yes. So it's like it worked, but it also didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, it was fun as a number. It was. It yeah. sounded great. Yes. I was excited to see yeah. Mike Chang singing. Yeah. Right? I love that. I was like, thank you for, like, actually letting him open his mouth. (laughs) Yeah. We then cut to Marley in the hallway with her inner monologue about, basically, it's like the, uh, it's basically the horse girl version of Rachel Berry's star monologue. (laughs) Oh, like, you're right, but also, (laughs) Marley's too poor to have ever seen a horse. True. 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 
As I'm literally wearing, I don't want to brag, but I'm literally wearing a horseshoe <laughs> necklace as a horse girl. And like, and I promise, I promise I say that as a compliment. Like, It's the hair, isn't it? It's the yeah. hair and the hats. It's the hair. It's the hair, the hat, and yeah. the doe eyes. Like, yeah. like the uh, like the consistent energy of "Are you my mother?" <laughs> she knows her who her mother is. is. Her mom her works at the school. In her locker. She loves her yeah. mom. Her mom is there. <laughs> She's doing great. Um, no, it's we, and we will talk about her. It's yeah. you know, it's in Kanto surface pressure. It's you know, <laughs> yes, to make it relevant yes. to today's times. <laughs> yes, right. to, to give some modern context. Right, she's, for she's, the for the kids. All the yeah. Glee, Glee Club rests on her shoulders. She's still dieting, right. which means she's definitely still making herself throw up. Um, because yeah, um, her diet's not going well. And her mom has lost 12 pounds, which, good for, good for Mama Rose. Yes. Oh, I didn't... Uh, um, oh, I didn't realize her Didn't name catch was. that one before. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Marley Rose, so her Marley mom's Rose. name is Mama Rose. Yeah. <sighs> Her first name is actually Millie. Right? I don't know if we've learned that yet, but it's Millie. What? Yeah. Oh, the mom. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I was like, Millie, Millie and Marley. By Millie and Marley. Whoa. <laughs> Speaking of the holidays, yeah, there's right. a little Muppets for you. That actually oh, came out. I talked 100%. about that last episode, too. Oh, no. Yes. Well, yep. well because well. one of the characters, Jake, or... It could be Jacob, so it's sometimes we say talk about Jacob and Marley, which is you know right, mm-hmm. Jacob Marley from Mar- mm-hmm. from the seminal classic Muppets Christmas Carol, okay, everyone's right. favorite. But yeah, so it's her dream come true to be on the stage. All that pressure, like Karina was saying, yep. and the only other note I have besides "Don't blow it," as her mom would say, is that like little Marley looked like one of the Olsen twins mm. at that age. Oh yeah. Oh my god! And then we cut to them at breadsticks, and the opening line bread of the scene sticks. breadsticks. <laughs> and the opening line of the scene, don't know how they got away with this, is Puck saying, "You're gonna need another cup," which I can only <gasps> oh, imagine. Is that oh, a no! one cup reference? Oh no! I what else That's would what it be? That's what I thought because you said like that. We gotta get those girls another cup. I did. Oh, I just unless it. I let that go over my head, and I wish I had continued to not know that. I mean, I, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. The only other possible, and again, this is like a true yoga stretch of a, a conclusion, is like maybe he was talking about something pitch perfect. No. No. No, he wasn't. He's the creepy I, one. Uh, right. No. And he's in LA. Exactly. It's debaucherous there. Yep. But yeah, so they're in breadsticks. They're all enjoying their time together. And and so then someone's like, anyone here for Kurt or Rachel? And then Quinn's like, no, but, like, she did email me because I haven't used that ticket down yet. But I just want to, like, focus on getting good grades and be in this uh, only all-female secret society at Yale. Love this for her. I don't know. I've been – I just finished listening to a podcast about Nexium, and you got to be real careful about those all-female secret societies. Very true. Very That's true. true. That's true. Also, and you probably already know this, but this is for everybody. Keith Ranieri, founder of Nexium, went to my high school. Yes. And then went to Rock and Country Day School. RCDS, baby. I just, mm-hmm. uh, this is not an Nexium podcast, obviously, but, like, the fact that this whole thing is based in fucking Albany, New York, like. <laughs> While we were at college. Who, who makes like, the, the cold depraved. out of Clifton Park? Like, ooh. I, it, they're like, we gotta go. Maybe they saw the egg. You guys know the <laughs> yeah. egg? 
Yes, they probably thought the egg. egg was like a spaceship, and they were like, "This is this is it. <laughs> this like, is Albany. This is the motherland." For we're our, gonna go see the, right the egg, idea. and then we're gonna go see a show at Park Playhouse. Ah, uh, the true <laughs> Albany experience. Excuse join me. a join oh a cult. God. Go see a show. But yeah, um, Finn has a favor. Dot dot dot, and it is please mentor our Glee Club students about what it's like to be Glee Club champions. <laughs> And again, this would have so much more impact if this were ten years later, mm-hmm. even five years later. Well, like mm-hmm. also half the half the Glee Club who's still currently in Glee Club also won nationals. Like Tina and Artie right. are right there. They're just sitting there. They're, they're, they're like, and, and they're like, we can. Do and they're this. eating that shit up. Yeah, yeah. It's like they've been um, gone for twenty um, minutes. These are your friends. I did love Finn being like, any one of these people could be president, and Artie's like, mm, don't think. I don't think so. I don't know about that. Yeah. Name like, one. Yeah, I was like, Finn, you sound real dumb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Real dumb. And so he pairs them up to be like mentor, mentee kinds of yeah. things. And overall, it makes sense. Puck is with his brother. Duh. Mike is with Ryder. Sure. Um, Marley is with Santana. Kind of love this. Kitty's with Quinn and Wade is with Mercedes. Perfect. No notes. Kitty right away is like that. Uh, oh, like what's the word? Idolizing. I mean, she is idolizing, but there's like, it's, yeah, mm. she's like fangirling, and we learned that the Warblers and a band of Mennonites are their competition for sectionals this year. That's new. Just, That's fun. I can't wait to talk about the Mennonites. I cannot wait. All I will say is justice Same. for the Mennonites. Justice for the Mennonites. <laughs> <laughs> they are going to do Gangnam Style. No! Yeah. Put a pin in that. That's, that's such an oh no immediately. Such an oh no. Off the top. It's the like, worst thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Truly. It's like the equivalent of like when you take an improv class, right, Jenna? And they're like, off the top, you want to have like the unusual thing. So you get your scene going. That's like, this is like the Glee equivalent where they just say something completely stupid out of left field. And you're like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. It's like roller coaster in space. Like we're doing Gangnam style. It's like, no, please. God, why? I mean, very. Don't make me yes and this. Very 2012. Very oh, timely to 2012. And but, I will say, very, I think, on brand for Finn, an 18-year-old who's never done this before, who's mm-hmm. not very, who doesn't know a lot of songs, to be right. like, let's do this viral song. Like, that'll show, right. especially because the theme is apparently Foreigner. Okay. So it, it makes sense, and it's, like, a bad choice. And as we'll yeah. see, it's yeah. kind of, like, yeah. played that way, at least. So it's not like they're going, right. like, what a revolutionary new take that they're doing Gangnam Style. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, we got to get Ryder up to speed so that he can hold down a dance number with Brit. Yeah. Because she's the only real, like, dancer dancer left now that Mike Chang is quote-unquote gone. Mm-hmm. And um, also then, like, there's a little bit of, like, hey, remember Sam was a stripper? Because he just kind of spent some time gyrating here and throughout the rest of the episode. Yeah. The Corridor Street is, like, you're paying me to be here, so I might as well do a couple things. Wait, do you mean he was a stripper yeah. in the show? Or, like, he yeah. was in... Yeah. I Wow. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, because I think it's like early season three plotline, right? I don't yeah, he, <laughs> him and his family were homeless, so they had to move to Kentucky, and it turned out he was an underage child stripper in a strip bar to make money for his family. Oh, and, that's awful. And Rachel and Finn went and found him and said, "You need to move away from your family to back to Ohio to be part of Glee Club." And he said, "Okay." That's rough, even for Ryan Murphy standards. <laughs> but he was delightful in that Lindsay Lohan Christmas movie. That's what I've heard. I've been meaning to catch it. It was like a true delight. Ten out of ten would recommend. Love me some Court Overstreet. 
honestly, we're fans here. Except it scares me now that he's playing like a dad with like an eight year old child. Yeah. Oh no. Well, yeah. you know, Glee was a while ago. I mean, Glee was a while true. ago. That's true. Then we cut to Ryder and Jake in the hallway. Hey, I need to talk to you. Um, I'm, I went out with Marley. Um, it wasn't a huge thing, but I also don't want it to make us mortal enemies. Enemies. So, if like if you're if you're not cool with it, I'll stop. And Ryder's like, that's fine. Just don't steal the dancing bit from me. Put a pin in that as well. Yeah, I do have to say um, he uses the phrase, "I wasn't going to humper and dumper." Um, ooh, ooh, which Aaron is, walked in at that moment and he said, "What did he just say?" <laughs> Yuck. Aramanasov, not a fan. Not a fan of Glee. You know, that doesn't shock me, to be honest. Right. Not a fan. (laughs) And this also, like, this whole scene really plays into what we talked about last week with JW. This, like, that neither of them really know anything about Marley. They're just like, she's so special. Like, what is just a special girl? And they're really only discussing how it affects each other, not about any of Marley's feelings in the matter. Mm -hmm. Like, she did ask Jake out herself. It's not like he pursued her in this case. So it really should be up to her, but she's too busy having big eyes to really think about these things. And then True. we cut to New York City. Yay. <sighs> Yay. Anyway. The characters we are. care about. <laughs> are they? Um, <laughs> They're the characters so, I care about, Ian. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, you're right. Um, so turns out Rachel didn't get cast in that Glass Menagerie production. Remember that from like two, three episodes ago? How would I forget? Um, <laughs> Right. Um, so they're just like walking around New York, but uh, wants, but she wants to audition for the uh, showcase, blah, 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 blah. It's, it's them talking. It's so very they're not much... Gonna go, the point of the scene is yeah. they're not going back to well, Ohio. Which makes sense because at the end of Glee, they were both in the hallway and went, this isn't home anymore. <laughs> and so that's why they Hair couldn't... flipping all. They couldn't go back, obviously. So now also, New York is their home. So they were in Lima for Glee. Yes, they flew I home mean, with Cassandra July's JetBlue points to go miles. see Glee's. Right. And then they got there, and it was sad because they saw their ex-boyfriends, and then they were like, this isn't home mm. anymore. Right. So right. it's like, logistically, why would they even want to go home for Thanksgiving? They just went. Exactly. And it was sad when they went. Right. So, yeah. yeah it's not and it was sad, anymore. and like, and they don't have any money, I'm sure. Right. Um, it's expensive to fly on Thanksgiving. I don't fly oh, home. I don't totally. fly home from the Midwest for Thanksgiving. No way. I don't recommend it. Um, but they have each other and our dreams, blah, blah, blah. It's a lot of Rachel talking, and I'm just like, this feels like old-fashioned Rachel, and, like, that's fine, because at least there's a half a point of consistency there. And I like that Kurt was basically like, look, it's easier just to go along with whatever you're saying right now. So, yeah, sure, I'll believe in our dreams. Just because you're right. talking so much and there's no alternative. Mm-hmm. That's it. Cut to Mike Chang choreographing the dudes because K-pop is a thing now. Okay, I will say, though, Credit, maybe, like, this is a pre-BTS world. Mike Chang is ahead of the curve. Like, true. the talk of K-pop and Korean boy bands, like, that wasn't, Gangnam Style was our first, like, real introduction to, like, the regular people, I guess, like, the zeitgeist of Korean music. Mm -hmm. So, Mike Chang is, like, that's a good point. No, like, we, like, obviously now, K-pop, Korean boy bands everywhere, can't escape them. Mm -hmm. But back then, Mm -hmm. this was, this was revolutionary yeah this was a uh, vanguard but like he it's basically and i'm sorry to say it he it's basically booty camp again uh, uh, but with all the dudes yep yep sorry to bring that back um it's a lot of sam gyrating um i think it's right that's like yeah these moves are the tits and i'm like that not a good enough excuse to use that phrase Mm-mm. we don't um, really say that that much anymore so we don't have to bring right. it back yeah 
And, like, Jake is getting kind of a lot of shit from Pit Finn and Puck. And he's, like, lay off, but also he's kind of jealous. Well, um, he's throwing it. He's throwing the dance audition, which is what this is, because he feels bad about taking Marley from Ryder, so he's giving the dancing up to Ryder, even though Jake is technically superior. That makes sense. I think I probably just wasn't watching that's fair this part's boring (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah, this part's pretty boring yeah and then we got the unholy trinity they're mentoring the girls they're talking about being individuals but also being in sync um synchronicity can you give us something well it's been a little bit but okay don't make me sing and then they proceed (laughs) to slay the boots down I was so happy with this number. I was like, thank God. I'm awake. I'm now watching Glee. Like, this is what I came here for. Yeah. 100%. Oh, it was so good. Oh, God. Little, like, so tight. Like, oh, yeah. it was the little dance was so cute. Ooh, it was good. Yes. They all sound great. Like, I think it could have used one more, like, Santana verse mm. to give her a little mm-hmm. more of a spotlight. But it's really, like, but, meant like, to be a throwback to Say a Little Prayer. It's got the same right, vibe. Exactly. It's a Say a Little Prayer, but elevated, which was Quinn-centric. Right. So, once yes. again. Uh, yeah, my only note here is two Quinn songs. Ian is dying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can confirm. Ian was dying of thirst, and now Ryan Murphy said, here, Ian. He's, he's Drink from my Quinn pool. <laughs> In my Quinn cup. Yes. <laughs> gross <laughs> i'm not sorry um oh man um, we love diana grand it's okay we do. In oh my house. god yes and she was like Jewish i do queen. not want to be in this mm-hmm. show anymore and no that's fine <laughs> but, and she was like i don't want to be in this show anymore but when i'm here i will eat yeah yes yes and it, like what was really funny to me again like you have tina and sugar just kind of hanging out there being like oh my god look how amazing these people are mm-hmm. as if they didn't already know mm-hmm. um, but also arguably like yeah these are our friends these are champions so marley is chilling on the piano just kind of like faint mm-hmm. um santana clocks this and <laughs> marley's like no no i'm, I'm fine uh mm-hmm. question it, it yeah so <sighs> Does Marley have like a solo in one of their songs? Because I was expecting for how anxious she, this girl was that she, oh, and she's oh. like they're all counting on me. They're all counting on me. I'm like she was supposed to sing the like Finn at one point is a throwaway line where she says he's like our group number is Gangnam Style and Blaine and Marley will do the duet. So right. okay, like we but, don't see it because of the end, but I right. guess yes, in theory she was going to be heavily featured in the big duet number with her and Blaine. Which I feel like, okay, frankly, we were fair. robbed of not seeing, but... Fair. 100%. Fair. Because the whole time I was watching this, but I was like, I... She's not really doing much for all She's the pressure. She's not really doing much running. compared to everybody else. Like, Yeah, you don't really get the taste of like her specialness no, in just, this episode. I guess it was yeah. stripped away by her eating disorder. Right. Yikes. We get uh, Quinn and Kitty treating her like royalty. Um, Quinn is weird... eating it up, too. Quinn mm-hmm. is eating like, it up. Yes, you're right. I am great. I go to Yale. It's in New Haven, if you've ever heard of it. Like, uh. <laughs> Ever see the Gilmore Girls? Um, <laughs> yeah, and so, it, like, Kitty has a picture of Quinn, like, at the top of the pyramid in her locker. With, like, an okay. angel halo. An angel yeah, halo, like, and it says, like, yeah. WWQFD, what would Quinn Fabray do? Yeah, and then Marley, like, is sort of off in the distance and quinn's like hey what's up with that girl and kitty of course being kitty's like oh marley she's sweet as pie but ever since she started dating a puckerman 
I fear for her virginity. Gross. And no one would know about that better than you, right, Quinn? That's so dumb. Oh, sometimes the show <laughs> makes so me dumb. bang my head against the wall. <laughs> like, this is what Ryan Murphy thinks high schoolers talk like. It's like, once again, like, Kitty, is Kitty anyone's friend? We still don't know. This episode has nothing to clear it up. Right. She's that girl, you like, know? Yeah. Seems like it's still maybe sabotage. Like, she's gonna, like, I'll, I know, I'll break up Finn, uh, Jake and Marley. But also, right. like... It doesn't yeah, work. I don't know. I don't know what her right, what's yeah. her what's her angle here. And, what's her angle? I don't what's even know if she game? knows. Is she just there to cause chaos, like, and yes. leave? Mm-hmm. Like is is that is that her game? Anyway, got Jake and Marley. Um, you should. Hey, you you should be the one dancing with Brit. And um, it's it's Marley being like, you should be the one dancing. And he's like, it's fine. And she's like, even if it costs us sectionals, it's like okay. Um, okay. <laughs> anyway, Ka- uh, Cassandra July called out today, um, so Abs is teaching Dance 101. This dance class. Ooh, um, I discovered today that if you are mistyping and you mistype Brody's name and you forget the R, his name just becomes Body, uh, which frankly seems pretty appropriate for all of his character. Honestly, yeah. frankly, feels like a choice on Ryan Murphy's part. Yes. Yeah. I love imagining that this class is also taught. It's Kate Hudson, right? She plays Cassandra yeah. July. Yes. I just watched Glass Onion last night, so Kate Hudson yes. is in my mind. Glass oh, Onion, so right. good. Um, but when they're like, she's too hungover to tea, or like something like, I was like, yeah, this. And then and then Rachel says like, well, some of us pay thirty thousand dollars to go to the school. I was like, girl, you getting scammed. <laughs> I was going to ask. Hammed by the school. I was going. So I wrote that number down to ask both of you, like, what's the going rate for a musical theater school okay. in New York City? I How mean, much does AMDA re- cost? I, I was I'm looking say, it up right I now. I was like, a real one or AMDA? Um, but you know who the, who the most important and only AMDA grad that I care about is? Nicole Byer. Really? Oh, 100%. And yeah. she talks about how she's like, was that, did I go to real school? <laughs> right. <laughs> From her words Truly. to my ears. Yeah. It, yeah. Like, for everyone to hear. And they don't claim her either. No. Damn. They don't need to. Uh, she's she's claiming herself. Um, right. I feel like it's, $30,000 seems, I mean, again, we all went to state school. Uh, right. However, I'm like, NYU's probably what, like, 50? That's what I'm... It, I think that's about 50k, but AMDA in 2020, 2021, this is just, I don't know if this is an overall number or per quote semester or whatever, yeah. but I'm seeing 40, almost 43k. Now? 2020, 2021. So okay. yeah. a couple years ago. And so you gotta AMDA imagine it's maybe a little year, bit more. Do they have bachelor's degrees? They do now. I think mm-hmm. because like they got called out for their for, like <laughs> for credibility being, and, yeah. and accreditation. Scamda, Yeah. Right. I think there are actual programs now where, like, you either, like, get, like, a certification that's not, like, an actual accreditation. Uh-huh. And, like, you can get that if you book something. Or if you don't book something in the two years, you're – it's either required or suggested that you finish a bachelor's program. I think the new school is a partner. I think I saw Delphi on there as well. So I'm a little rusty on what the requirements are, but I know there are bachelor's degrees now associated with amda and i think it's because of the credibility if any of our listeners are amda uh, literate here let us know 
Um, also, if any of our listeners are considering doing a certificate in musical theater program, just get a bachelor's degree. Just get a bachelor's degree. Anyway. <laughs> just get a bachelor's degree. I am passionate about uh, this. If you're curious, in 2012, NYU yeah. tuition was about $43,000 okay. for NYU. So, like... And that's, that's one of the higher price tags. Yeah, right? and it was it right. was on a list of like some of the most expensive college tuitions uh, around. So, right. yeah. Right. So my guess is that they're paying more than thirty k per yeah. Sem- yeah. semester. Yeah. For yeah. to be to be taught by a a hot junior TA who decides it's a fine idea to just yell out in the middle of the class how he fucked the teacher, like and and. Really? And she was good. <laughs> like, not only did he None of have this sex with their board. teacher, she, she, he would do it again, is what it sounded like. Right. And, and he's doing all and, like, this while everyone's doing the Foxtrot in Dance 101. Is that what they're doing? Yes, that's what they is said. That, I don't know. They said Foxtrot, everybody. Is, and I wrote, I wrote Foxtrot <laughs> in Dance 101. I was like, if you're training <laughs> these children to be little musical theater stars, you don't start with the fucking Foxtrot. Like, come on. Like, and we have talked about this. Like, Dance 101 is everything and nothing. Like, what is Dance 101? You would never yeah. just have Dance 101. That's no. why your air quotes, like, that's truly exactly what this is. It's just a giant class of air quotes and abs. So it doesn't matter mm-hmm. that a, a, a nothing burger is teaching it because there's nothing to learn. And, like, he's mm-hmm. not even teaching. He's paired up with the girl he has sexual tension with to yell about fucking the teacher. Ugh, it's dumb. It's so dumb. Oh, by the way, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? Can I come through? He does have, like, a line of personality where he was like, and can I invite Cassandra? And Rachel's like, oh, you. You. He basically was like, like, get out of my face. <laughs> he, she's like, I'm hurt that you slept with our teacher when we kind of had a thing going on. And he's like, well, your boyfriend came back into town. Don't... And then, True. like, starts to, like, negger a little bit, being like, don't be mad about that. You don't want to be that girl who gets, who has emotions about things. Like, Ugh. you Ugh. should forgive me. Just because I slept with that I'm teacher. perfect. <laughs> yeah. Right. I have no fault. I did nothing wrong. Yes. You're right. <sighs> We're back in the hallway at McKinley with the pucks. Um, Quinn approaches Jacob, basically telling him to back off of Marley. Um, and... <laughs> Yeah, they they like spend a minute reading each other, and uh, Quinn calls Jake the biggest womanizer. Um, knows his game, even though like Jacob is like, you don't know me at all. I am not my brother. Yeah, but they did all sing that womanizer song about him in the Britney episode. So that's fair. That's a good counterpoint. Mm. So maybe Quinn that saw up. that and went, went, ah, oh, I understand yeah. now. Quinn saw the previous episode and was like, not today. <laughs> um, yeah, and the only way they're going to win sectionals is if Marley's at her best. So don't distract her fine anyway uh we got kurt just closing down vogue because that's one of his internally duties to be the last person at vogue and there she is ladies and gentlemen carrie bradshaw in the flesh i it is giving carrie bradshaw this whole episode she is just playing carrie bradshaw there is no nuance here and i loved every second of it no notes. I love no that the first thing they discuss is uh, which movie are you more <gasps> excited about? Les Mis or, Les the, Mis Hobbit? or the Hobbit? <laughs> okay, this was one of my favorite conversations, just because she was like, 
What, what did she say? Um, I think she said, like, oh, well, I like, love Peter Jackson. I love Jackson. Peter Jackson, but I'm obsessed with the French Revolution. What? <laughs> she said we should do a double feature. I was like, that would have been 17 right. hours long. That's a full day. Yeah, you have Notoriously, to work a, a week of your schedule to watch both of those. If we can notoriously remember when I saw The Hobbit, as me, someone who has no opinion or care about Lord of the Rings, sorry, uh, I saw The Hobbit with one of our friends, and I didn't realize that it was being broken to several films. So I <laughs> saw it in theaters at New Falls, and the movie ended, and I looked at him. It was Evan, and I looked at him, and I was like, what kind of ending is that? And he was like, it's going to be three movies. I literally, I was like, they're spending a lot of time building up to this. And like, I was like, they got to fight the dragon. They got to do all this stuff. And then it ends with the dragon, like with its horde of gold. And I was like, what the hell? And that's when I learned it was being made into several films. And then I said, I don't have time for this. (laughs) I'm not committing to this trilogy. No. The book is this big. Yeah, the book is like a children's book. Literally, it does not need to be three it, movies. It made me hate Lord of the Rings even more. <laughs> it's a fine movie, but haven't you seen the movie of Hairspray, starring Nikki Blonsky <laughs> from Hairspray? Like, <laughs> you're gonna tell me Lord of the Rings is better than the Hat? Do they do a Hairspray episode? Uh, they don't. They must do at I'm least. Surprised they don't. I'm gonna like find some right numbers from song. it. Oh, we've already seen them do one Hairspray song. Which one? What did they do? They did We Got the Beat. No, um, not the other. You Can't Stop the Beat? Yes. They, they, is... did, they did both at the same time. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. It, that sounds like an episode. I, I know it's not the episode when they were on like caffeine pills, but it sounds like that probably would have been. It would have. That would have been. A similar helped. vibe. That would have worked. Uh, anyway. Day, we're going to do Hairspray Cast and it's going to be great. Oh my God. I will happily do a full bonus episode of just us casting <gasps> musicals as the Glee yes. kids. Yes. Okay, um, pencil that in. I will. Yes, pencil be that joining, in. So and then <laughs> and um and one hundred percent. And I texted uh, Rascal the other day saying that she and I have to do a bonus episode of our like hypothetical cursed plot lines where she does yes. um Satanic mm. Panic and I do COVID Glee doing fetch the bolt cutters. I'm afraid of that. It's I'm it's afraid not of good. your brain, Ian. <laughs> Me too, Karina, and I have to live here. Um, um, uh, anyway, shout out to Two Boots, um, because Sarah Jessica Parker fully shouts out Two Boots, and I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And th- then Kurt just invites her to Orphan's Thanksgiving. That's uh, kosher. It isn't. You can't invite your boss to your Bushwick loft. Um, and even she's like, Bushwick? Okay. <laughs> right. And then he, she's like, yeah, I'll come, and... Kurt ends this conversation the only way that's appropriate, which is to make a sick Oliver reference. Um, to say, <laughs> there'll be as, as many orphans as Mr. Bumble's house. Gruel for everyone. No notes. Perfect and if reference. Karina loves anything, it's Oliver. It's, it's, I mean, it's just the perfect thing to say when you realize you've accidentally invited your boss to your house for Thanksgiving. It's then to then just swerve to Oliver. Yeah, right. like she doesn't have anything better to do. I mean, she said she was going. I guess to go she to, doesn't. She said she was going to go to Gore Vidal's Thanksgiving, but he died that year, so she. <laughs> what an inconvenience! What an inconvenience, Gore Vidal. <laughs> um, I like that she has no other family or friends that be willing to take her in, so she's going to go to nope. her intern's loft. This is like, and all like also a few episodes back, she was like, "I was at dinner with Yoko Ono, and I heard the alarms went off at Vogue, and here I am, and it's you and this girl." 
Yoko Ono doesn't celebrate Thanksgiving. That's true. That's fair. That's true. But he also, like, it also brings up how how's things with you and Blaine? Well, you should at least, like, forgive him because sometimes not forgiving is worse than, uh, I don't know, forgiving? I, I don't holding, know. Like, he's holding on to all the hurt in his heart and he needs that. to just, like, let go. And as, mm-hmm. as Sarah Jessica Parker, Carrie Bradshaw goes, she goes, well, there's nothing better than being single in New York City. And you're like, yep, okay. <laughs> that is that is direct from Sex in the City. <laughs> yes, 100%. Oh, my God. Um, it's not even a nod. It's a full-blown, like, air horn. It's a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she might as well look. She should have looked at the camera and gave, like, little, like, like yeah. finger guns. The biggest they wink ha- in the world. They had to. They had to give a, a royalty check to Sex in the City for yep. that one. They um, did. They did. We got Kin and Quiddy again. <laughs> Quinn and Kitty. Uh, guys, I'm so tired. There was Kin a second Quiddy it's been, show. It's been a day. Bad. They showed a little Vera Bradley bag, and I was like, "Yes, I had a little I Vera Bradley wrote that bag." Down. I almost wrote yeah, that I, down. I wrote I Vera Bradley like, bag. Oh. Yeah. It's like, guys, like, Ian, that Vera means Bradley nothing bags. to you. Put to us. No, I, I totally know what that means. Yeah. But like emotion, you, you know my. Okay, yeah. sure. If Vera Bradley came back right now, I would be fine with that. I'd be like, yeah, mm-hmm. let's go back to that era. I still have all of my closet. Um, so there's a little bit of uh, Ken and Quitty. Fuck, Quinn and Kitty. <laughs> Just lean I've in. I had a really long day. Just lean in. <laughs> lean into it. Um, and then Santana comes in as. Kitty is leaving and was like, that girl is pure evil. She's giving my men tea laxatives. And Quinn is like, what? Stop being so jealous of me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that leap is psychotic. It's insane. And I fucking loved it. I was This whole little it. fight like, was this, great. It was so great. This was the glee that I wanted. I want a campy, like, leap of from from this girl is is drugging your your girl a, a fellow to student why too. You, yeah to why are you so obsessed with me and then sla- them slapping the shit out of each other um, the only thing this missed was britney being there saying stop the violence she does stop come violence. in and be like what are you doing um right mm-hmm. we have glossed over the fact that apparently if you are blonde and you go to yale it is a, a necessary that you start sleeping with a professor. Ah, yes, yes this the, was so that bad. That was that drop. Yeah, this your Paris so Geller bad. plot. Thank you, Gilmore Girls. <laughs> um, it made me so upset. And they also were like, yeah. he smokes a pipe. He's 35. I was like, 35? Like, that's not, you're making him seem professor. so old. And he's like, he's 35. And he's getting, his wife hasn't touched him in years. <laughs> I was like, He's a a baby. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what did he get married at 27? Like, it just, that whole. He's 35 and that jaded already. Something is very wrong there. Professor Elbow Patches. That's what they, I think they called him at one point. (laughs) And Santana's like, that's not something to be proud of. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then, and like, my jaw was just like dropped during this whole scene. And then it ends with Santana just going, Quinn was always a genius slapper. <laughs> Loved it. Loved it. We got Ryder rehearsing. It's not going great. Um, and He's like so, so we... sweaty. So He's sweaty. So um, they put so much sweat on him in this scene. Ryan I don't know Murphy if it was supposed to be fan service, like. He's got muscles, he's wearing a tank top, he's sweaty, or if, like, maybe he just sweats that much as a human being. I don't know, but it was mm-hmm. so much sweat. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, there was a lot of there was a lot of boy sweat in this episode. Yuck. Um And I'm sorry for using that term, boy um, sweat. but it's true. It's accurate. <laughs> New fragrance. Um, yeah, exactly. Oh, Jake is there, and he's like, "How's this going?" And uh, we get a little bit of like, I, I feel like this was kind of a, like a kind of a nod to the dyslexia plot from the last mm-hmm. episode where he has to memorize the words before he can learn the dance which like right. i get that from like an like from a dancing musical theater perspective but i also get that from a dyslexia kind right, of right yeah that's we his, that's how week. he's been learning his whole life basically mm-hmm. right and it's in korean so that is that much harder yes exactly um, jake's response his advice is hey don't overthink it let it come naturally um let me give it a shot and remember he just does some most like random assortment of dance moves like these aren't the moves from the music video they're nothing not he's just, at just all. like look at me move i can twist my body in a way that you can't right and i do ballet fully, exactly he just fully does a, a tour on lair and Thank you. he's like of course i mean uh, as a ballet boy myself and he's like don't tell anyone i do ballet man and writer's like but you're so good at it <laughs> Bro, you're so good at ballet. Bro, bro, you can't um, tell anybody to do ballet. Ian, can you make merch for yourself that is a bucket hat that says Ballet Boy on it? Sure. A Gen Z bucket wow. hat and just embroidered on the top, it just says Ballet Boy. I'll do it. People Man, would buy that. now people would buy that. Maybe I gotta make us, and maybe I gotta write a song about that too. Yeah. Um, and wear the hat while you sing the song. Right. Yes. Also, if also maybe that'll be some Glee aggressive merch as well. Maybe we'll make that ballet boy. Um, yes, ballet boy. Uh, everything: hats, coats, scarves, mugs. shirts, mugs. Oh, give me a mug. Um, writer's like, but you're better than me. You should do it. We gotta win. And Jake's like, nah, but I'll help you get better. Um, you know, bros being bros. Let's watch the video together. And like the laptop that they watch this video on says now. Uh, this now belongs to the New Directions, as if they stole it from Dalton. No, no, I actually thought it was really clever. So Dalton, when they stole the trophy, left behind a laptop with a video on it that right. said, like, had the menacing video of, like, we stole your trophy, give us Blaine if you ever want to win again or whatever. And right. so they just never returned that laptop. Oh, that's oh. a good point. So it that's says it has point. the Dalton. Because right. I was like, why does it have the Dalton logo on it? I'm like, oh, they just... They were like, you fuckers left this laptop in our school? Ours now. Fuck yeah, you no, guys. That's, no, that's the correct answer. In yeah. my mind, they were like, I guess I guess, Blam stole a laptop and a trophy while they were there and just no, didn't tell us. They but just no. never gave that laptop back that these rich private school kids left in their school. So they were like, well, And they probably didn't ours. even notice it was gone. So, that was right. the throwaway laptop. They are. They were like, we don't need this boys. one. They, someone's going to do inventory. It's like, oh, I guess we should like just buy another laptop, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's um, not even a big deal. We cut back to New York. Rachel, Kurt, and Mr. Abs are plan are cook prepping Thanksgiving, and it's weird. I oh, did love so weird. Finn's uh, Finn Kurt's line of "If you're done using the turkey as a courtship device, can you please put it in the oven?" That God was fucking Kurt funny. That, that was that, that was, was good because I was the like up close shot of them buttering a turkey with like their fingertips on a one single pad of butter. Like that's not how you butter Ugh. a turkey. Also, though, no, no, no. impressive that 19-year-olds know how to prepare a turkey for Thanksgiving. Yes. I mean, the reason I will give them that is because we've definitely had Chris Mahana Kwanzaadons where people have had turkey. Someone's like, made, made a turkey. turkey before. Very true. Very true. It was just weird because Rachel's like, well, I'm a vegetarian, but I'll give it a go. 
and it's like as a vegetarian if i were like put in the position that i had to like butter a raw turkey i would have vomited right there at least put on gloves yeah yeah someone was like on gloves for your art you have to butter this turkey she just loved that weird man she wanted him to see her butter that turkey can't help loving that weird Weird man chiseled man of mine um anyway why is sectionals on thanksgiving hey they do it with football for ticket sales someone in the writer's room was like hey we have to justify this and then someone else was like i don't know football and they were like genius and that's the end of that it's just so dumb because sectionals sectionals could have been on the friday after thanksgiving because schools like and then rachel and kurt could have just been celebrating a day late because time's not real when you're not home with your family like Right. right but no it's happening it's all at once doesn't matter on thanksgiving <sighs> um, why spend it with your family when you can spend it with the mennonites imagine if you went to your family and were like hey mom i can't participate in thanksgiving dinner this year because i have to go to my gleek sectionals that they scheduled uh fuck your schedule i have right. to do that yikes. big yeah. yikes and also, like, this is the first year that that's, like, ever a problem. Like, it was right. never a problem before. No. Why does it got to be a problem this year? We're diving too far into it for a fiction show. We know, but still. Mm-hmm. Um, we then get uh, Marley doing her, like, it's, we get Marley doing her monologue. She's just Like, so making nervous. her dreams come true. Yeah, she's just so nervous. But, like, um, Unique is back as Unique, and she's basically, like, Screw what my parents think, even if they do threaten to send me to what is essentially a conversion therapy camp. Yike. Yeah. Big Multiple yikes. yikes. Wade, ha- um, uh, Unique has to be unique, though. She It's yeah. her dream to perform on that stage. So, fine. Good for her. And honestly, yeah, Alex absolutely. Newell is more successful than most of these people on Glee. Oh, Truly. Because 100%. Because she slays the game. And so, we have a show circle... And LOL, Joe is leading us in prayer because why? Ew. Ew. Finn was like, left that a little god into the mix. And I was like, why? Why? Unnecessary. Who Unnecessary. decided we needed to do this? Who needed to bring the Lord into this? Right? Let him rest. Um, yeah. This the Lord guy? does not no care way. about your cover of Gangnam Style. Uh-huh. I imagine they were doing like so much progressive shit that Fox was like, we need one prayer. Come on, please. Pick the hippiest person in the show and yeah. make them Team recite Jesus. the Bible. Thin Wax is poetic on their first sectionals, which, by the way, is at McKinley this year. Yeah, which it was last year, too, because they're too lazy to travel. Right. Mm-hmm. Very funny that as they're, like, everyone sitting down for sectionals, one of the, part of the announcement is, the turkey shoot begins at 6 p.m., so drive carefully. Very good. It's Thanksgiving. It's we Thanksgiving. got three more random judges. Okay, um... Literally, the most, I was like, who are these people? Like, the, the, no, the, right. there was, like, a prom queen and then two old guys. <laughs> like, train museum right. guy. Train museum guy and the obit writer. And, yes. like, was she, what was her weird title? Like, Miss Defiance something. Something weird. I don't know. Right. Yeah. You would think um, it would be, like, actual musicians or people that would know how to judge a music competition. They can't get right. that. It's no choir. True. <laughs> so we start off with the Warblers. They do that really annoying fucking Flo Rida whistle song. It's, that song is so yucky. That's such it is a so yucky, yucky song. And it's 
Oh, it, it's led by Hunter, who has maybe yeah. like 70% of the charisma that the Flash has, which is only yeah. 80% of the charisma that Darren Chris has. Oh, yeah. He's the well, Flash. that's why they tried. That's how I knew who that was. Yeah. Right. Well, that's why they tried to get Darren Chris back in that last episode, because they were like, we are not, we are lacking <laughs> yeah, the charisma. It's not working. Darren Chris he's comes like, to- it's not working. And, like, they do a fine job with it, but, like, it is by no means ovation-worthy that the crowd is giving them. There is, like, one backflip that Hunter does, There's and the one crowd good goes dance. fucking wild. Right. But it's you, such a... You know... It's such a you gross know, song to sing. It is... No high school should ever sing this, but who should have sung this was the group in Pitch Perfect, um, the yeah. Troublemakers or whatever they were. They yeah. would have slayed this. Because that would have been yes. more appropriate for a college group. Yeah. And that makes sense because I, I think for, like, their their nationals, they do a uh, right round. Also Which by right. Flo Rida. Flo Rida. Yeah. I just, this song, I hate, th- I hate this song so much. Like, when Flo Rida does it, I don't like it. And to hear mm-hmm. it coming, like, this is a high school competition. And you're singing the weird blowjob song? Mm-hmm. Like, no. Why? No. Um, we do get a second song of theirs. And it's that mm. it, it, okay, and I will I'll give it up to them on this one. It's forty white boy band boys doing white boy band boy shit, and it yeah. works. Here's, it's flash led. Here's how things. Here's how my emotions went watching these two songs back to back because we started so low because I hate mm. the song whistle so much, and then I went fuck, and they had because <laughs> I was like I can't stay mad at them. <laughs> This it's is the boys. second of three One Direction songs they're it's going to do. Boys. I have to like it. I know. And, and yeah, this was great. This one the was Flash great. is much better. This was is a great song for a high school sectionals, really. It was fun. It was cute. 100%. I had no complaints about this one. Um, Early One Direction is really meant for the Warblers. They they mesh very Choreo. well. Choreo was cute. Great. Yep. Loved well it. Well executed. Whereas like the first songs choreo was like also like maybe 70 80 percent of what it could be but yeah this is this was totally in their bag um yes 100 percent. yeah um we, we cut away to marley looking nervous as shit um i feel like we already did this in Glee, but whatever um real quick we're back in new york um mm-hmm. and we're back in new york here they come here they come and so jessica sarah jessica sarah parker sarah jessica okay. parker <laughs> Is on her way. Ian, first of all, Ian, do you know who Shangela is? I'm aware of her. <gasps> I was about to say Shangela. I was, I was watching this and I was like, oh, I didn't realize this when I first watched it. That's her, right? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. Shangela. This, Shangela. It's like post her first season of Drag Race, but I think like before she, like she lost on Drag Race very famously. And yeah. then before she would get, and then she like booked a lot of like, a lot of TV work. Yeah. And got back and, like, has made her, like, she's one of the most well-known drag queens out there now. Um, right. So, yeah, here's here's Shangela. She's here in, in yes. her apartment. <laughs> so And exciting. she's one of Sarah Jessica Parker's, like, coterie friends. of flamboyant New York friends. Um, yeah. It's great. And now we have that song, everybody. My this only is... notes were no words, just vibes. <laughs> I, so yeah. here's, here are my thoughts about for the listeners this is a mashup of the scissor sisters let's have a kiki and turkey lurkey time turkey lurkey time is from 
Promises, promises. It's from Promises, Promises, uh, uh, isn't it? Burt Bacharach. Joke. Yeah, Burt Bacharach. Yeah. Yeah, which I've seen. And um, the only redeeming quality of Turkey Lurkey Time is watching the Tony performance, the original performance in the 60s. Uh, Donna McKechnie, like, fully is dancing for the gods. And it literally looks like she dislocates her arm at one point because she goes, like, so... They can't... This is a audio medium. It's... But she literally, like... <laughs> Like goes like a like a like a yeah. Fossy it's neck. full it's no bones energy. Incredible! It's incredible, and it, 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 but the mashup of the two. Like, here's the thing: I thought "Let's Have a Kiki" was fun. I thought it was appropriate. I thought, however, right. I thought the one point when Rachel Ferry goes yes, that read my mind. I was like, this is a hate crime. <laughs> Because I hated it. Like, yeah. we do not need to hear Rachel Berry say the word hunty ever. Kurt should be allowed to Ugh. say this. Like a hard and that's tea. It. A hard tea. It was. Right. I, like, here's, what, here's what could have been good about this. I'm so passionate about this. This could have been a beautiful moment of Kurt being accepted into the New York City queer yes. community meeting all of these wonderful people. They're coming together on a holiday. They're not with their family, but we are together. We're family. But no, fucking Rachel makes it yeah. about herself by going in the middle of, we're singing, let's have Kiki, everything's great. And then she just, bitch, stands up on the table. It's turkey lurkey time. And everyone goes along with it. And I was like, you guys should be shutting her down. This is right. not about her. And then they all start singing turkey lurkey time. It is. And it is. Yeah, it's very much not. It's very much Rachel Berry was like, suddenly it's not about me and I need to make it about me. Right. And I need to fix this. Jenna, that plot line would have been so much better than most things we've seen this season. Wouldn't it have been? It would have been so cool if, like, finally Kurt had his own identity in New York other than being Rachel's, like, wacky, basically, and could have, I don't know, uh, funny enough. One of the people in this um, yeah. uh, group of people, Perez Hilton. Really? Who was on the show really? earlier as a judge? Because I looked at the IMDb yeah. listing, and it said, like, Perez Hilton uncredited. So I was, like, watching huh. for him, and I saw him come through at one point, and oh. I was like, that is some 2012 shit. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, if I had written Glee, which is obviously what everyone wants, um, and it would have been so much better... <laughs> I mean, we pitch alternatives here all the time. I would have been um, so much better. Yeah. I just like maybe they, so all they bad. needed, and yeah, all they needed was turkey. Uh, no, no, not that. All they needed, they just needed let's have a was kiki. kiki. Like, and that would have been fine because nobody cares that it has nothing to do with Thanksgiving. We already know it's Thanksgiving. It's the fucking yeah. episode title. And like, if you go on Spotify and you go on like Glee season four. Let's have a kiki. They have it just as let's have. You a don't kiki. need to have the turkey lurking. There might be another version they, that has the mashup, but I it's. They knew they fucked up. I'm pretty sure. I know. I watched an interview with Ryan Murphy one time talking about how he was getting like death threats for one of it the was, songs on Glee, and I, I swear th- to God, it was it this might one. Have, there's one in the later Look, season that also comes up that people are like, "Don't do that." But I think it's. I think it might be this one. Well, I know he was on. The new Kevin McHale and Jenna Ushkowitz podcast. And here's what you really missed, where he talks about this song specifically and how, and the death threats he got with that, um, and how, like, hated it was. Which, like, I get it. 
<laughs> not the death threats. I'm not no death threats here. I promise, no death threats. But I get the hate. It's yeah. this is this. Why this decision? Does anybody know How why do you think this they decision? Pitches to Sarah Jessica Parker. Like, do you think she'd ever heard this song before in her entire life? Do you think her and Matthew Broderick in their home were sitting around listening to the Scissor Sisters? Let's have. I mean, but here's the thing. I was mistaken. I thought this song had come out in the '90s. It hadn't. It came out like in 2011. That's wild. Well, yeah, because well, right? Let's have a Kiki. Definitely has that. Like when that yeah. RuPaul, um, sachet. That's Shantae not RuPaul though. That's energy. just like the drag right. scene. Oh no! no. Like, well, I mean, it yeah. is RuPaul, I mean, but they pulled it from yeah. like. That's just that they just brought right. it to the mainstream, the... but that was it was okay. Yeah. It felt like maybe if I'm this just was, misremembering something. If this was made mm-hmm. now, if this was made in 2023, I feel like what this number would have been would have been obviously not Turkey Lurkey time, but it would have turned into like a full, like voguing ballroom yeah. moment. And it would have been so cool. Oh. And I feel like Absolutely. I feel like maybe Ryan Murphy was just not able to quite get there. But I feel like voguing is a little more because obviously it's a very underground yeah. um sort of invite only kind of thing. Um, but I feel like it would have been a cool, I don't know. It would have been cool to have voguing in there. So right. speaking of like where we were at and is that guys there too. First season of RuPaul's drag race came out in 2009. So, and it didn't mm-hmm. really get big to like post chandelier season. So like season three, season four, which right. is about where we're at now. So it makes sense that, it was still pretty drag culture and like ball culture and voguing were, were all still pretty isolated. They're not. It's not like VH1 like yeah. it is now, you know. So it makes sense they didn't right. delve into right. that. And the crowd of people, if you look around, like it is not primarily no. drag queens. There's maybe like right, yeah, two or three. It's mostly just like people in kind of weird, yeah, party looks. outfits that kind of don't they're look fl- right. yeah, like they're mm-hmm. flamboyant. Yeah, yeah. But, like, not, but it's not a drag no. bar. Right. Brody's, like, super into it, and it's just like, okay. Um, yeah, and I don't buy that Rachel knows the choreography. No. Um, well, she's she's, not that she's cool. probably watched, she's looked it up on YouTube. Like, God, I wish that were me. True. Okay. Sure. True. I feel like there's so much more to say about this song, and also nothing left to say about this song. Yeah, like, agreed. It's, it feels like maybe Glee shouldn't have done it. Like... It really does feel like Glee mm-hmm, right. took something that really should not have belonged to them. Um, yeah. But- yeah. And it's interesting because, to your point, Jenna, if he had known about voguing really, like, at this time, that could have been something really cool, especially because, like, our friends knew about voguing at this time in college because we knew people that were part yeah. of that scene. Right. Like, there was a handful of, like, uh, the hip-hop groups that were queer people from New York City and that was their thing, and it was right. awesome, and they killed it. Yeah. Um, so knowing that, the fact that Ryan Murphy did such an incredible job with Pose mm. is yes. so fascinating to me. Yes. Yeah. It's almost like he was probably like, I, maybe he thought people weren't. Or ready maybe for Fox it. was I like, don't know, to go. Fox like, was like, could be. No, 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 yeah, no. it is on Fox. Too much. Too much. Yeah. That could be. Yeah. Fair. I could see that. Interesting. Put it in yeah. the rewrites. Yeah. Listeners, write in with your opinions on this song. I'm just genuinely curious to hear what people's true thoughts on this song are. Um, mm-hmm. Because yeah. I was speechless. That's fair. Um, so I guess we're moving on. Uh, but because um, Will Schuster uh, jump scare is my that's next it. note. <gasps> yeah. Of all the content warnings, this will be at the top. 
I was shook. I forgot that he hasn't like nope. been in it. He shows up just in time for sectionals. Yeah. And, and thank God Sue Sylvester's there too. With yes. her baby. Her uns- with what is yes, so clearly a pop baby, which, which is like, hilarious. Yeah. They're not going to get a real baby for of that course. shot. I mean, of course, but like just the fact that it was so obviously a prop and she's just kind of, they're like, me and my baby. Yeah. And like, <laughs> yeah. It was so I'm funny. I'm going to make sure my baby cries during the number. I was like, good, <laughs> good job. Good for you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we're there. <laughs> Anyway, the Mennonites are on. Justice for the Mennonites, who canonically only get one song. Like, we see the curtain rise, they sing one song, and the curtain goes down. And it's like, it's a mashup at like, that. Like, the Warblers just it, did two songs. Yeah. We know this. That means people were like, we know you're going to lose, so you only get to do one. Right. It was they one great job. song. They didn't. It was one great, they didn't like, dance, but they did a good job. It was a sequence of over the river and through the woods at lightning yeah. speed. With she'll be coming around the mountain there was at lightning speed. A killer some cellos. Someone was playing the spoons. Yes, it was every and the, it I was a it. fucking crowd. Honestly, pleaser. I was like, like hell yeah, Mennonites. I w- yeah, I was really excited about this. At first, I wasn't sure if people were just ironically bopping along, but people Ohio seems to love the Mennonites and their all American values, ending with a big old America. Yeah, they were like, like they knew what they were about. Right. They they pandered and it, it worked. worked. I was rooting for them. I know. Justice for the Mennonites. Rooting. We get a real like quick peek of Golden Retriever Boy Sam peeking out of the curtain and seeing shoes and being Shoe. like, oh, Dad's here. As if he fetched the newspaper and brought it back to the rest of the group and was like, you'll never guess what happened. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. 100%. And so while that's happening, Kurt calls Blaine. They're talking on the phone, and he's like, look, I'm trying to forgive you. I'm just not there yet. It's thanks sectionals giving, um, and I can't stand not talking to you um, because you're still my best friend. So let's talk over Christmas. I'll be home. Break a leg. Love you. Love you, too. Look, Maybe not I mean, the best. I mean, their response. breakup was in a weird, weird terms. You know, like... And they just love, like, they're like, Darren Chris knows how to cry, and we're going to make him cry as much as we possibly can. Yeah. Yeah, He can give, like, emotions like nobody's business. Yeah. He hadn't done anything else this episode, so they're like, be sad for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We get a little bit of, like, Kurt getting off the phone, running into Sarah Jessica Parker's arms, and her being a proud mama hen and whatever. Um, But we, okay, we, okay, um... Well, before we get to the other that number, um, we get, like, Marley just looking in the mirror. I genuinely thought she was going to start singing Every Time by Britney Spears here. Because <laughs> I thought that's what I thought that's what the background music was. And I thought it was going to be, like, an internal monologue of her going, At night I pray. Like, I thought it was... If only. I, and I thought it would have been excellent, too. But, no, we don't it get that. It would have nice to hear her if sing, because apparently she's so good and she's, so special. She's the most so talented, talented girl they have. Right. And fuck you, Tina. Um, even though, like, Mar- yes, Marley is excellent. And speaking of Tina, is this is this what we get for demanding justice for Tina? Okay, so first is- of all, when first, before we get to Tina, like, it's wild that... Ryder, like, Jake is, like, comforting Marley, being like, no, it's going to be okay. And Ryder's like, hold on, I know how to fix this. Let's talk about something completely unrelated to Marley. Thank Jake, you, you're right. you need to dance. And it's like, oh, okay, does anyone get to, first of all, is anyone going to tell Brittany that suddenly her dance partner has changed? They're going on in about a minute and a half. Like, it's not, not the time to just suddenly change who's doing your dances. 
And this, how is this supposed to help Marley at right. all? And they do not circle back to Marley. Like, no. similar to last episode, no uh-uh. one actually cares about Marley. They're just, like, they're just talking about Marley, barely, and fighting over Marley. But uh-huh. no one's been, but similar to, like, Quinn in the last season, no one's been like, hey, Marley, you want to talk? Right. I know you're acting kind of funky. Marley, what's good? Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk about that number. <sighs> I will say, if you start off with Sam doing what Sam did, that is a strong start. Yeah. That is a so assessment. we go into Gangnam Style. Um, the best quote that I have for this is from a uh, like, review I read that was like, is it racist that this is the first solo that Tina has gotten in a while? Or would it have been more racist for her not to be the one singing it? That was my note. That was my note. Very because... true. Very true. Yeah. Like, it would have been, it sucks that this is what they make her do. Especially because, like, Jenna Ushkowitz is, is part Korean. Um, but she doesn't speak Korean. Yes. So it's not like right. she knew this. She learned this for this. But Tina, as far as I know, isn't. Mm-hmm. But also, like, if they had had anyone right. else doing it, it would have also felt bad. As- which I think means the solution right. is don't do this song. <laughs> right. Like, mm-hmm. how many viral songs were around in 2012 that would have lended themselves to the same energy? I mean, actually, probably not many, but... It's, it, however, I did look it up. I looked up, like, because yeah. I thought about this. I was like, what music was popular in 2012? And that was um taylor swift's oh. Red album oh yeah so i was like why couldn't they have done a taylor swift song not that i'm like do taylor swift but like lying on the cold hard ground it feels yeah. like it would have but i'm also i knew you were trouble like right but also like thrift shop that was big that time did they, did they, they do thrift they definitely shop? do macklemore um i don't think they did thrift shop but like i feel like that could have oh, been yeah. this energy without having to make it like ethnically weird <laughs> ethnically uncomfortable yeah i mean like i said it is framed they do they do that's do what i shop that's I what know. i feared here's the thing it like i said it is framed as a pretty bad number like it's it's framed that it seems like it's too much they they like they're using confetti cannons after they had that whole thing last season about like we don't need props right like it's too much so it is finn doing a bad job i think like you could definitely read it as that yeah. way but yikes yeah. And all, like, the crawling on the ground, and the, it's, it's so much. Oh, lots of, like, yeah. gyrating, very... I, my note on this was they deserve to lose for this. Yeah. Because, yeah. and my note is not dissimilar. It's, like, at the end of the day, it's, like, Tina does a great job with a crappy number. Yeah. Like, the, the choreography is kind of sloppy. Like Yeah. Which also J- makes sense, because they changed the, who their featured core person is a minute and a half before they went on. Right. But, I mean, but at the same time, like, Jake and Brittany and Tina did just, yeah. did all, all great. Like, all great featured soloists, mm-hmm. but, like, all together as a, like, production number, as it were, no. You um, know what? Once again, it's giving kids bop. It's giving kids bop. Ooh, big kids bop energy. You're right. Yep. Yeah. And, um, um, they finish the song. Yeah. And Marley faints. And we get our first ever, like, cliffhanger on Glee, yeah. I think. That's the yeah. episode. Yep, that's it. It ends Boy. like that. Right. What a, what a way to end. Yeah. With, what an episode, frankly. What, a, what an episode. What a, what a marathon. Yeah. 
I mean, truly, it made me be like, ooh, this is why I didn't watch past season three. This is why a lot of people I haven't didn't. even watched. Yeah. I, there's like a, aren't there like later episodes where, with April Rhodes and like Gwyneth Paltrow? Yes, they, they will be together. Not Call to spoil it. fascinated. Yeah, I, but I, I've seen like clips, but I haven't even watched I couldn't even bring myself to watch some of the later, like, Kristen Chenoweth stuff because I was like, I don't know who any of these people are anymore because yeah. people come and go. Right. I didn't watch Glee Project. Um, and you're right. Because I was probably jealous. I, I mean, I don't know. Because um, <laughs> you were like, I could have won Glee Project. For, right. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, it was one of those things where I think, like, I, I think because, like, watching Glee in high school, like, the first couple seasons, I was like, this is fun. And then getting to college, I was like, eh, uh, uh, eh, can't relate anymore. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, like, all this kind of goes back to, like, the points that we were talking about last week, where this just could have been two separate shows. You have your show about yep. a show choir and your show about the characters that, People love like you said, in, Jenna, you care about. In New York City. In New York. Mm-hmm. And it's right. two separate shows. And I don't know if it would have been better, but I think it would have been better than what it would have been a little better conglomerated here. But right, yeah, well, just based off of structure and principle alone. Let's anyway. talk about the tunes in this episode. We have some choices to make today. <laughs> yes. Do we? Well, Do I'm we? sure it will be very easy for a lot of people, but uh, I feel like I already know what we're all going to say. Go well, on. let's run through them again. You have to choose between one of these songs. Put it on your iPod forever. It will be forever in your iTunes account. Your choices are Mashup of Homeward Bound and Home, Come See About Me, Whistle, Live While We're Young, Mashup of Let's Have a Kiki Turkey Lurkey Time, a Mashup of Over the River and Through the Woods, and She'll Be Coming Around the Mountain, or Gang of Style. Wait, they put that one out? I don't know. Probably not, but I wish they did. I hope they did. I would say I realistically would probably put Come See About Me because I yeah. would like to listen to it, or the Let's Have a Kiki not including turkey lurkey time yeah i mean it's it's pretty camp to be listening to your playlist and suddenly uh let's have a kiki turkey lurkey time does come on when if you're like in the car with someone and then you have to explain that like that's pretty fun (laughs) ian yeah (laughs) i'm sorry i'm just imagining the situation where jen is in the car with just like a random friend from like i don't know college and she's like okay well the thing about the song is um my decision surprising no one is come see about me i'm surprised i don't have it on my apple music account right now you could make that happen you have that power Mm -hmm. i i thank you yeah that is correct 99 cents um karina what is yours my brain's too strong i have to pick the warblers covering live while we're young which is frankly a pretty good cover of that song it's a good it cover. Is, absolutely. Um, good although cover. I do have to say, shout out to the that. fact that I'm pretty sure Let's Have a Kiki Turkey Lurkey Time was on my playlist for my bachelorette party. So one of those is because I think I put it because I put it there and we listened to it. We had a great time. So because I'm a human menace. <laughs> Surprising no one. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, your bachelorette birthday had more than one song on is it. something else. Uh, should be put in the Smithsonian, honestly. <laughs> wow. Jenna, I'm, haven't we done our non-scientific quiz with you? The songs that Glee should have done and the songs Glee shouldn't have done? Um, We have, but I have new opinions. Let's hear them. Okay. 
cool. So just to recap, is there a song artist, musical entity, etc., that you would like to have seen Glee cover that they couldn't or didn't? I think it would be really fun to do mm. a Lizzo episode because you know mm. that's Lizzo true. would guest star. You know 100% that she'd be down to clown on Glee, and I think it would be super fun. I obviously only want the OGs involved. I don't want these new people I do not know, except you yeah. can also be there because that's fine. Um, Duh. But yeah, so I think a Lizzo episode in the vein of Glee's um, or like yeah. the Britney episode where they only do one artist could be super fun. Um, I would say, I, I think we've talked about this privately, but I think it would be hilarious to watch um, uh, Clayne yes. do driver's yes. license by Olivia Rodrigo. 100%. Um, 100%. Because it would, it would be, it would be, it would be perfect. So it would be a piece much. of art. It would be so much. I, Jenna, I think you have the hot takes because <laughs> ever so many people on our show have been like, thank God they couldn't touch Lizzo. Yes. I think it would be fun if that, Lizzo it needs was to have, it needs that's, to be Lizzo that's where it has to be. Right. Yeah. From conception. Mm-hmm. You're right. Because she's um, so fun. Like you can't, and she's so funny. Like her, t- she is so funny on TikTok. Like. She oh, had yeah. to have been involved um, in the process. But I do have something I'm glad okay. they haven't done. And it's kind of also Please. a concept. I am so glad that Glee did not exist <laughs> in the world of TikTok. Because how yep. quickly songs come and go, like trends. Uh, mostly yeah. thinking mm-hmm. about the Corn Kids song. Like the It's Corn. Like they would have done It's Corn <laughs> like eight months yeah. after like oh, that had ended. Absolutely. And it would have been every time like something like that would happen and it'd be like, yeah. oh God, like time for Glee to do the Corn song from eight months ago that we all forgot about. Right. And I'm just glad that it, they don't have yeah. an episode with Lim Manuel Miranda yeah. because I think that would have been insufferable. Universal truth. <laughs> That's the tea. Um, yeah, like... Yeah, you know yeah. they would have done "Made You Look" by Megan Trainor like four months too late. Megan Trainor would have been fun though, if unless if like, it was as the, a song. Yeah, if it was the Unholy Trinity though. Yes, I think they could have done a great job with that song, like outside of the TikTok context. Right. But in the TikTok, but like in yeah. a TikTok age, like y- you can't help but have that influence. I feel like go well, on or or the uh, yeah uh, Sam oh. Smith. Kim I think Petrus I talked about it last week too. Yeah. Song. It's they would have, they would have yeah. beat that to death. Oh man, and it, like there, you know, like there's so many TikToks that are like, it's you know, it's Mr. Schuster, like gyrating yeah. somehow in Bert's body shop, <laughs> like having to sing about God knows who, because someone was 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 cheating on their partner. And we yep. all would have like it would have taken six years off of our lives. I think you it would have ushered in another it took pandemic. Six years off my life. I didn't even. I forgot about Burst Body Shop. Hot take. <sighs> it's an it's an arty song. <laughs> that is a hot yeah. take. I love it. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> uh, Jenna Kate Monasoff, where would you like people to find you on the nets? Um. What even is I'm like not if at all. I'm like a barely on the internet. I'm if just like all. a regular lady now who. I don't even do improv anymore because I'm in grad school, but I'm almost done with grad school, so maybe we'll see. Maybe I'll I'll get back into improv now that my feet are reopened. Get those toes back in. My feet are reopened. Yeah. It closed down. That's great. And then somebody bought it and they UCB reopened it. UCB did too. Yeah, somebody re- bought it. So maybe maybe someday. I don't I don't know, but um, I'm on the internet. Uh, I think my Instagram handle is Jenna Kate Monasoff. I did change it. 
uh, after being married for four and a half years. Um, and I have a TikTok too somewhere, and uh, I make TikToks that aren't very uh, fun, but my mother-in-law watches them, so that's all that matters. Aw. That's all that matters. That's where it really matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. Ian? You can find me at iBroski on Twitter and Instagram, ianjbrodski.com, iBrods on TikTok. Um, what about you, Karina? Uh, you can find me on the same handle on both Twitter and TikTok, and that is Epic Adventure of. The show right. is at Glee Aggressive, gleeaggressive yep. at gmail.com, with your long-form thoughts and feelings. Anything they should write in about this week other than your actual thoughts on Turkey Lurkey <laughs> Kiki Time song? <laughs> Kiki Time. Um... <laughs> No. <laughs> no. That's great. It. We Just are that. we are all aligned. Um and make sure to like and comment and rate and share it, subscribe to the show, um tip the show if you're so inclined. Um we love uh we love having uh, our friends and listeners reach out to us. Um someone Keep sent us a it. Mad TV sketch the other day. Um, yes. Like a Mad TV does Glee sketch that I haven't watched yet, but I'm so looking forward to it. So thank you for that. Always tell us uh, things. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, yeah. thank you so much for joining us, Jenna. As always, thank a pleasure. you for having me. Always a pleasure to be here. <laughs> My favorite. And thing. thank you, listeners, for joining us on this episode. Join. You can join us next week when we'll be discussing season four, episode nine. Yes, entitled Swan Song. Mm-hmm. So Ian. I have to ask, does this episode of Glee make you want to watch that next episode of Glee? I mean, honestly, yeah. Like, right. It's the power of turkey lurkey time. <laughs> Send this home. Glee, aggressive. Glee, glee, aggressive. Glee, glee, aggressive. Glee, glee, aggressive.